0: You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are exactly what the world needs, and God has brought you here for His divine purpose. This is not the time to wring your hands in despair. This is not the time to get drowned by the voices and turbulence of the outside world. This is not the time to get worried about what you could have done and what you couldn't do in the past years. Rise into your decade of relevance. Step into your season of prominence. A new decade has just begun. This is Purpose 2020. And now, Prepare your hearts as we welcome God's servant this morning. Praise the Lord and it's always a joy to come your way every Sunday to bring you the undiluted word of the Lord. And today is Mother's Day, so a happy Mother's Day to all mothers. We're not just talking about those who have biological children. Anybody who is taking care of another person as a woman is a mother. And we want to take this occasion to wish you a happy Mother's Day. The fathers that are listening to us, the men that are tuned in, make sure you give your wife a treat this morning. A massage, foot massage, breakfast in bed, whatever you can do. There's small things to appreciate the women in your life. Young men, this is the time to make your mothers feel special. Any woman who has had an influence in your life, take the time today to send them a thank you and wish them God's blessings. Today, we continue the series we started last week. I told you I'll bring you a part two, and we will take care of that. But before then, let's share a word of prayer. Father, we thank you this morning. As always, we are grateful that you allow us to see Sunday after Sunday. And we are here, not as people without faith and hope, But we believe that your word continues to sustain us each and every week. We thank you. As your word comes, give us the grace to be doers of your word. We are told of a story that a man went to sow seeds. Some fell by the side of the road and the birds took it. Some fell on rocks, no roots, and the word withered. Some fell in thorns. And they did not bear fruit, but some fell on a good soil. And they bore fruit a hundredfold, a thousandfold, and over. My prayer this morning is that this word will fall on a good soil. That it will bear fruit. That it will bless us and give us a reason to be better versions of ourselves. We call this done in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you have your Bibles with you... Let's make our declaration of faith. Lift your Bibles up and say this after me. Say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I will go where it says I can go. I will become what it says I can become. I will achieve what it says I can achieve. Now slap your chest and say, I am a believer. Amen. Amen. Um, Last week we started and I asked the question, um, do you want to be blessed or are you ready to be blessed? And we went through the three-way test and if you haven't listened to that message, it's still on our YouTube. You can go to Arena of Hope TV and listen to the part one of this message. It will be the foundation for today and it will bless you. And we we looked at the, the things, the questions we should ask ourselves in terms of our preparedness to receive a blessing from the Lord. And my foundational scriptures were Galatians 4 verse 1. And then I looked at the prodigal son, the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15. And today I want to read those scriptures to you again And then I would use the story of the prodigal son as a case study to show you some of the things that would indicate to you that you are not ready to be blessed. The purpose of this is that as we identify the signals that indicates or sends out to God that we are not ready, we would address or we would correct those signals and that would position us for a blessing. The premise is this, when you read Galatians 4, 1, every one of us is an heir to the the grace and the inheritance of our Lord. He says, we have become joint heirs with Christ, so the blessing of Abraham is ours. As long as we are heirs, as long as we are the sons of God, God has amassed a blessing for us. Paul was writing to the church and he said, I pray and I wish above all things that you may prosper, even as your soul prospereth. So it is God's delight that we prosper. It is this delight that we do well. There's an inheritance of blessing put aside for every child of God. That is a given. And as we go into the story of the prodigals, and you would realize that the child, as long as he's the child of the father, was entitled to the inheritance. But the question is, are you ready to inherit? Galatians 4 verse 1. Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, Does not differ at all from a slave, though he is master of all, but is under guardians and stewards until the time appointed by the Father. So, as long as we are still children, as long as we have not matured as believers, then our inheritance, which rightfully belongs to us, gets managed by somebody else until God sees that we are ready. And we have capacity. And whatever blessing he is going to give us is not going to cause us to become victims of our own success. The parable of the prodigal son. um, Luke 15. And I'll take it from verses 11 up to about 15. Then he said, that was Jesus speaking. A certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the son gathered all together and journeyed to a far country. And there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land. And he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate and no one gave him anything are you ready to be blessed what are the signals that will show your readiness or your lack of readiness to be blessed i have given you the premise that all of us are entitled to the goodness of our god that there are storehouses in heaven Everything in those storehouses belongs to us. And God is willing and ready and, and excited to release a blessing into our lives. But He is God, He's a Father, He loves us. And He wants to make sure that whatever He is giving to us will abound to us and help us to grow and become better people instead of the blessing killing us. The first thing I want us to note. A signal that we are not ready for the blessing is the the, the signal of impatience. This young son had no patience at all. The inheritance was his. But in that custom, the father had to die before the inheritance would be given to the children. Even if he's not dead, the father had to gauge and assess and see That the child is ready and mature for an inheritance before it would be ceded unto him. But when we read the story, we are told that this son in his impatience came to the father and said, Give me what belongs to me. Whatever belongs to me in your inheritance and give it to me now. Now. I want it now. I I am not ready to wait for you to die. I am not ready to mature. I am not ready to move to the level that I have capacity. Give me my inheritance now. If you are a believer and your prayer and everything you do comes with an ultimatum, you are not ready to be blessed. You know, The the, the virtue of patience is aligned to the sovereignty of God, an understanding of the sovereignty of God, an understanding of the will of God for our lives. All things are useful and permissible, but not all things are helpful. Sometimes you would look at your child And understand and teach that child that you are not ready for this kind of blessing. You you will need a certain apprenticeship. You will need a certain maturity. You will need to get to this level in your life. I need you to understand these things before I can release the blessing to you. But as children of God, we want it and we want it now. God, I want you to bless me now. I am frustrated. I cannot wait. I want a husband now. I I want the money now. I, I want some door to open now. And you can't think of even coming into his presence and thanking him and being grateful for your life is a problem. Impatience. It gets us to the place where we begin to think we know more than God. Or we are wiser than the all-knowing, all-wise God. God, why haven't you given me this? You you blessed my brother. You blessed my sister. Why have you withheld it from me? God, if you don't give me a, a wife this year or a husband this year, then I'll go and have a child. Impatience is a sign that we are not ready for the blessings of God. I was talking to somebody and I said, we always quote Abraham and say it took 25 years for Abraham to have a child. Maybe, just maybe, if Abraham had been patient... And waited on the Lord. And not gone ahead of God to have an Ishmael. Maybe it wouldn't have been 25 years. In our time of waiting, God is teaching us, He's equipping us, He's strengthening us. He's building us up. You will see that moth trying to come out of its cage and, 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 and you will think that it is struggling. that, that lover is struggling in itself. But, but if you don't allow that lover to, to grow and come out and break out of its cell by its own self and you force that cell open, that lover will never become a butterfly, it will never fly. It takes time. Somebody said that no matter how quick you want something, a child, you can't get pregnant and give birth in a month. You have to wait for nine months. You will have to have patience. Because if you, like you, 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 somebody said, you prepare your home and go and bring out this child six months, three months, four months, you will have a child that cannot live. So no matter how fast you want that miracle, you want to wait for the timing and the perfect timing of the Lord. He has his permissible will and he has his perfect will for our lives. Anytime you go to God and, and you don't understand the sovereignty of God, you don't understand when you say that, Lord, I need this here and now, but your will be done and not my will. As long as you can say that, Lord, I trust you enough to know that if it is for me, you will give it to me and you will give it to me in my time. The Ecclesiastes writer said that God makes all things beautiful in his own time. Some of us rush. Give me my inheritance now, like the prodigal son. Give it to me now. If you don't give it to me now, I'll die. If you don't do this for me, Lord, I can't serve you again. Oh, but Lord, I have been waiting on this. Maybe in God's own timing. It is not your kairos moment. It is not your time. And any time, like the prodigal son, you take the blessing ahead of what God has planned. It is recipe for disaster. So check yourself. The first pointer that you are not ready to be blessed is your patience or otherwise or lack of patience. This young man went to his father and he took what would have come to him anyway. And instead of staying with a source, like I said last week, he left his father and went into a far country. He went far away from the word, from the faith. He went far away from what he has known, the lessons he had been taught. He went into a country and befriended people who did not know his God. That was a lack of wisdom. If you lack wisdom, you are not ready to be blessed. Wisdom will guide you. Wisdom will teach you. Wisdom will help you to make some decisions that will help whatever blessings that God has given you to serve the purpose for which God gave you the blessings. Some of us have experienced a little blessing and, and we made some foolish mistakes that cost us those blessings. Some of us need wisdom for marriage. Some of us need wisdom to manage businesses. Some of us need wisdom to to have ministries, big ministries. Some of us, you, you, you even have the prophetic gifting on your life, but you lack wisdom. So God opens your eyes. You see something about somebody and you call that person and frighten that person and give gory details. You lack wisdom. Some of us, we are so foolish that God cannot trust us with a blessing. God is looking at you. Those people that say that, oh, as for me, I am, I'm so honest. I can't keep anything. Well, Whatever comes to me, I'll just say it. You know, the, the, the smart person knows what to say. The wise person knows when to say it. Some of us lack so much wisdom that God is afraid to bless us. So another sign that you are not ready for the blessing. How much wisdom do you have? Go to the ants and learn its ways, learn its wisdom. In the times of farming, in the times of plenty, this ant will save and they will build up for the time of dryness. How much wisdom do you have? Some of us get, get some, some few resources in our hands and we squander those resources I mean, you're saying that I don't have money. I I need money. But, But you can sit on the phone and have a mindless gossip chat for 15 minutes and pay MTN an amount of money that could have been saved. Lack of wisdom. And you are asking God to make you a millionaire? You are not ready to be blessed. Wisdom will make you wake up at night when everybody else is sleeping. And work at the things that is in the, the your heart to do. Put your ideas together. Put your business plans together. L- wisdom will make you connect with people that are great. You know, a lack of wisdom will make you want to work with people who are lower than you, so that you can be the champion. But when you have wisdom, you are looking at your circle, and anytime you are the champion in your circle, you tell yourself that I am. I, 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 this circle is not helping me anymore. I need to find another circle where I can let from people, I can get experience. You know, a lack of wisdom will make you talk bad about people that have been successful. Instead of going to those people and saying, What did you do to become successful? Foolish people will sit aside and gossip and give them reasons why they became oh a juju, a cocaine. instead of going to them and finding out what they did to become successful. Wisdom is critical for a blessing. If you lack wisdom, you will be blessed, but you cannot sustain the blessing. If you lack wisdom, God will release something into your life that will end up becoming a trap that you have set for yourself. Wisdom is a signpost and a signal that you are ready to be blessed by God. This young man, this prodigal son, and I'm going to my third point. And this point is so close to my heart because it is what makes the difference between a blessed man and a man who never experiences the blessing of the Lord. And that is self-control. This young man had no self-control. He took what his father father had had toiled all his life to build up. And he went into a far country and engaged in riotous living. I mean, he, he squandered the money. I mean, I'm sure he was holding parties, champagne parties, making sure that no boys are chilling. I, I, he, he, I mean, I'm sure he would go to bed and sleep all night and, and wake up and booze and the girls were all around and partying and, you know, and, and lack, of, lack of discipline, lack of self-control. When you are lack self-control, you are like a city without walls. Anything enters you and anything can destroy your life. You know what? Maybe some of you God is waiting to bless you because he knows that without self-control the blessing will kill you before your time. How many times have not we heard that God raised up men into positions of leadership in government, in politics, in industry and then one fine day you hear they went to sleep with some girl And your whole career comes crashing. Lack of self-control. Self-control even comes down to the level of anger. You cannot control your anger. You cannot control your emotions. You cannot control how you deal. Small thing that people do to you, you want the whole earth to collapse around you. Lack of self-control is a signal that you are not ready to be blessed. Discipline. God is not going to release a blessing onto you when you lack discipline. That discipline to wait on him. That discipline to pray. That discipline to watch what you are putting inside of your body. Gluttony is a sin. You can't even discipline your mouth. Everything goes inside your mouth. You can't discipline your, your mouth in the sense that everything that passes in front of you, you will talk about. You lack discipline and you want the blessings of the Lord, it doesn't work like that. God is looking for people who have self-control, that he knows that when he makes you that millionaire, you are going to be controlled in your emotions. You are going to be controlled in your lifestyle. You are going to take care of your body. You are going to take care of your spirit. You are going to be able to say that, I desire to do this now, but I am ready to wait because I have self-control. Discipline comes with an understanding that some things have to wait. Some things have to give way. I, I must lose some things now. I must lose some friends now because I have a focus and I am working towards something. That if these things come into my life, they will just distract me from my goal and from my purpose. Self-control is so crucial that if you don't have it, let it be your prayer. That Lord, I am praying for a blessing, an increase in my ministry, fame for my music. I am am praying that you you will release a blessing in my life. I am praying that you will give me a home, a beautiful home. I am praying that you will give me success in my endeavors. But Lord, if I don't have self-control, then that is not going to happen. This young man had no self-control. He wasted every single peswa. That his father had given him. He couldn't understand. That that he would take self-control. To manage the things that had been given to him. And like this young man. Many of us are crying for a blessing. And God is looking at us and saying. My son. I love you too much. To give you this blessing. Because you don't have the self-control to manage these blessings that you want me to release into your life. And I said it last week, God releases a little blessing as a test. And all of a sudden, we don't want to go to church. We are too busy. We are too tired. We had to go to a party last night. And because of that, we cannot fast. We cannot wait on the Lord anymore. We cannot do this. We cannot do it. Oh, we, we need to study. Oh, but by, by the time I get home, I am too tired. And God is asking Himself, if I release one and you cannot control and discipline your life, how can I release a hundred? So our blessings have delayed, our blessings have stalled. And we keep saying, Lord, why are you not blessing me? Lord, why are you not bringing that thing that I am praying about into my life? This morning, let this word minister to you. Check your self-control. Finally, I want us to look at the last thing that God is looking at. And it's our ability to create baskets and receptacles for the blessing that we are asking for. What is a basket? What is a receptacle to receive the blessing of the Lord? I think it is an issue of your mindset again and also your skill level. Whatever you are trusting God for, begin to prepare the basket that will receive that blessing. Somebody said we are praying for open heavens and the rains. But if the rains fall and there is no seed in the ground, it will just be a flood that will destroy your life. How ready, how prepared are you to receive that blessing? In your time of waiting, what are you doing to, to prepare yourself for that blessing? Many of us don't have any baskets to receive the blessings that God wants to release into our lives. When the woman, the widow, had encountered Elijah, he said, Go. He said, I, I only have a. He said, Go and borrow baskets. Go. Because, you know, as long as you have baskets and you keep pouring the oil in, oh, the, the oil will continue to multiply. And the Bible says that after he, she had poured and poured and poured, and she said that, oh, the baskets are finished, then the oil ceased. Some of us need baskets. You want God to bless you in a certain area. You want God to bless your your music, take you to the nations. But but, but it takes you practicing over and over and over, sharpening your skill, getting more knowledge wherever you want God to increase you in. But you are there and you are sleeping. And no receptacles are being created for God to pour forth a blessing into. Today I want to challenge you. You want God to bless you? Create the basket to receive that blessing. Create the skill. I find it even amusing. Some people want to travel to their, their businesses to take them to have a passport. You don't even have a passport. and you are praying that God should take you to the nations of the world. How? On a broomstick. You prepare yourself. In the time that you are waiting, you prepare yourself. You are reading. You are building capacity. You, you are taking baby steps all around. You, you, you want a business that grows and you can't even market a product. You, you can't market anything. And you are not reading your sales books. You are not practicing. You are not going to people with experience to say, teach me how to do this. Because I am preparing. I know that God is going to make me a successful millionaire. How do you manage businesses? I want to go to somebody who has run a business and to start learning because I know that God is going to make me big. Oh, 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 my ministry is going to be big. But I want to go to that general of the gospel and ask questions and say, how did you sustain your ministry this long? How does one have longevity in ministry? Because I want to go the full length, I want to be a prophet to the nations. And that is the way you create a receptacle for God to bless. These are signposts. I am sure there is more. But the word of God is such that it should encourage you to go deeper and deeper and search. And believe me, as you begin to make yourself ready, as long as the clouds gather, the rain will not have a choice but to fall. But it will take you being prepared. It will take you making sure that everything that must align for the Lord to release a blessing is aligned in your life. I believe you have been blessed. I believe this will challenge somebody to prepare themselves for the blessings that we are praying for. I believe it will bring understanding to somebody who is saying that my blessings have delayed. Ask yourself over and over and over, am I sending the right signals to the throne room of heaven that I am ready to be blessed? Thank you for tuning in. Share this message before you leave our page. Make sure you click on the share button and let this word bless somebody else. Even better, you can create a watch party and invite everybody in your contact list so that they can also listen to this message. And together, we will become a people that are blessed, a people that are walking commanded blessings in our day. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to the Makers House Chapel, the Hope Arena. We believe you have been blessed. Continue to stay safe. COVID is not over. Let's be cautious wherever you go. Take the necessary precautions and stay alive because God has not even started with you yet. My name is Pastor Boahima. See you next week and a happy Mother's Day to all of you. God bless you.